Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, we're going to tackle part two of our stimulus check questions. Last week, if you didn't catch that episode, I was answering the questions that you all sent in to me over on Instagram over at Popcorn Finance Podcast. I was answering your questions regarding the stimulus check and the questions I ran through were things like, when will I be getting this check and how much will it be or am I even eligible? So if you still have any of those questions, go back, check out that episode and then come back and join us for part two. And to kick things off for part two, uh, last week I mentioned that the IRS will be launching a new tool called Get My Payment. Well, it's live now. It's available for you to go check it out. Many of you have probably already gone and checked it out. If you haven't, the website is irs.gov slash coronavirus. That's all one word slash get dash my dash payment. And I'll put this in the show notes that way you don't have to go back and rewind and listen to that all over again. But this is where you can go to get the status of your actual stimulus check. Well, one question I've been seeing floating around is that some people are getting this message when they go in and check the status. It says payment status not available. And I'm sure if you're one of the people who got this message, it can be frustrating to see this up there. And so I went and checked out the IRS's website and they've thankfully put up an FAQ answering a lot of questions that people are asking. So if you're someone who's getting this message, payment status not available, here are the reasons why directly from the IRS's website as to why you might be seeing this message. So one, if you are required to file a return, but they haven't finished processing your 2019 return or the application doesn't yet have your data. So they're actually updating this this application, this tool constantly. So every night they're updating this tool. So they may have your data from your 2019 return, but they're still in the process of making sure that data gets put over into this new get my payment tool. So that could be delaying your answer as to what's the status of your payment. For those of you who don't normally file a return, you may have used the non-filers interpayment info here tool. And this is a place where you can go in and you can provide the IRS with your bank account information. So that way you can get direct deposit and get your payment faster. They are also slowly updating their get my payment tool with this data. So you may have just checked before they had a chance to update their site. Also, if you're someone who receives SSA form 1099 or you're getting social security or veterans benefits, this information has also not been added into the get my payment tool. So you might just be delayed in seeing your information pop up or the final reason you just might not be eligible. So go back and listen to last Monday's episode. And that way you can see if you are actually someone who is eligible to receive this payment. Okay, so another part of this get my payment tool is that you can go in and put in your bank account information so that way you can get this payment directly deposited into your bank account versus waiting for a paper check to show up in the mail. So your natural question may be, hey, who can go and update their bank account information using this payment tool? But the thing is, not everyone can go in and update their bank account information. So the IRS understandably is concerned about fraud because anytime there's an opportunity for someone to hop in and steal someone's money, you better believe that there will be people waiting in line to do this. So they've designed this tool to not allow anyone to change their direct deposit information if it is already on file with the IRS. So if you're someone who filed their taxes in 2018 or 2019 and you provided the IRS with your bank account information in order for them to send you your refund, they already have your information. So for you, you will not be able to go in there and update your bank account information. But if you're someone who did not use direct deposit in 2018 or 2019, if you've already filed those taxes or you did, and the IRS tried to send a refund to your bank, but it got kicked back for whatever reason it may be, maybe your account was closed, then you can go in and use this tool to provide your bank account information. Now, the natural follow-up question to that would be, 
well, I maybe provided the IRS with a bank account that is not open anymore. Like I've closed that account. I'm not using it anymore. What do I do? Sadly, the answer is nothing. What they're going to do is process your payment electronically. It's going to get rejected because that account is no longer open. And then they will begin to process it as a physical check payment. So your only window of hope that I can see when I went back and looked at this, the only window that might be there for you to be able to switch this to an account that might actually be open is to go over to the get my payment tool and catch it in that window of time from where the bank has rejected your direct deposit and notified the IRS and before they actually process that paper check. So there could potentially be a small window of time where this is possible, where you can go in and provide them with your up-to-date bank account information. But if you do not catch it, if the Get My Payment Tool application has already indicated that your payment has been processed, then you're kind of out of luck and you just have to wait for this paper check to show up in the mail. All right, time for by far the most popular question. This one I received multiple times. Let's give a shout out to Savvy History, uh, Mimi Dona 50, uh, at Team Ocelot, Kara, Scott, uh, Shana, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of people here, but it was a variation on these questions here. I'll probably be taxed for this free money in the future, right? Or are taxes going up next year or taking it out of my return? Or do I have to pay this back? And the quick and easy answer is no, you will not be obligated to pay this back. Not unless you were lying on your taxes in 2018 and 2019 and they discover that. Okay, maybe there's room for something going on there. But under normal circumstances, no, you do not owe this money back. In fact, you might actually be eligible for more if you didn't get the full amount. So last week I mentioned that there are cutoffs for where you will no longer receive the full $1,200 amount per person or the additional $500 per eligible dependent. I'll use people who are filing as single right now for an example. If your adjusted gross income, and remember this is different from your gross income, it's typically a little bit lower. If your adjusted gross income is no greater than $75,000, you're entitled to the full $1,200 amount. And then it will decrease by $5 for every additional $100 you make over that threshold. This stimulus payment is actually a tax credit that's going to be based off of your 2020 income taxes. So actually a shout out to uh, Melissa. She, I'll just throw this question in here. She asked, I learned they are actually a tax credit. Can you expand on that? So yes, the stimulus check is actually an advance on a special tax credit that's gonna be part of the 2020 tax year. And there are different types of credits. There are some that will only reduce the amount of taxes that you owe. So if you owe nothing, You'll get, you'll get nothing, even if you're eligible for this tax credit. But there are others that are considered refundable. So even if you owed nothing on your taxes, they would still give you that full amount of that tax credit. An example would be the earned income tax credit. So in this situation, the stimulus check is a refundable tax credit. So even if you didn't owe any taxes, they would still refund this $1,200 to you if you meet the criteria to make you eligible for this payment. So, you know, there's always that little caveat in there. So if you were someone, for example, didn't get the full amount of this stimulus payment based off of your 2018 or 2019 taxes or just weren't eligible for anything, and then in 2020, your adjusted gross income dropped drastically. So I know there are plenty of people who have had interruptions in their pay this year. You could potentially become eligible for that payment based off of your 2020 earnings. So next year, when you file your taxes in 2021, April 15th, 2021, everything's gone back to normal. You're filing your taxes you would be eligible for this credit if your adjusted gross income dropped low enough to meet the criteria to receive this payment, even if you weren't part of the group of people who receive that payment right now. So there is still a possibility that you could receive the stimulus payment, even if you didn't get it during this first round of distributions they're doing. But the important thing to note is that this does not work on the flip side. So if you qualify for it now and your income shoots up during 2020, 
they will not come back to you and say, hey, you no longer qualify and we're taking this money back. It does not work that way. It's a one-way thing. There's just a guarantee that if you're eligible to receive this payment, either based off of your 2018 or 2019 taxes, which they're using for this current round of payments, or next year based off of your 2020 income, you're guaranteed to get it if you meet the criteria, but you will in no situation owe this money back and have to pay it back to the government. And a little bonus follow-up question, will you be taxed on this money? No, this is non-taxable. This will not appear as taxable earnings when you file your taxes, so you do not need to worry about that. So the last thing I want to leave you all with is just be very cautious right now. There are a lot of scams going on. I know I've gotten multiple emails, multiple text messages about all of these different things that people can do to help me get my money or to help me secure more money, all these different things. Just know this. There are over 320 million people in the United States. The IRS will not be sending you a text message. They will not be sending you an email regarding your payment. There's just too many people. They're not going to do that. They do not have the time or the uh, staff to do that type of operation and get that much communication accurately out to everyone. So please be aware they will not be calling you. They will not be emailing you. Do not do not respond to those voicemails. Do not respond to those emails. And please keep yourself safe. Let your parents know, let your family know, let your friends know. There are a lot of scams. Just be very, very cautious. The only way you can get information on the status of your refund is to go check out that Get My Payment tool. And remember that is over at irs.gov slash coronavirus slash get dash my dash payment. And again, this will be in the show notes. So please be safe. Um, if you have any follow-up questions, you can always email me over at questions at popcornfinance.com or send me a message over social media. I hang out a lot over on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast, so that's a great way to reach out to me if you have a question. And one more thing I wanted to mention before I get out of here, if you're if you're tired of looking at the news, if you want a distraction, if you want something to kind of take your mind off of things and just relax for maybe 30, 40 minutes, check out the new podcast that I launched with Allison from Inspired Budget, who you've heard on the show multiple times. It's called This Is Awkward, and it's a, it's a fun show where we go through and we tackle callers' awkward money situations. On the most recent episode, we had a listener call in and told us a story of how she was dealing with a very tough time financially. She reached out to her mom for some advice and she told her to try out jazzercise classes. And I'll just give her a shout out here. That was uh, Connie. Thanks for that, that call. I believe she listens to Popcorn Finance as well. But if you want to laugh, if you want to have a little fun and take your mind off of things, come join us over on This Is Awkward. I have a link in the show notes for you to check that out. And if you have an awkward money situation that you want to share with us, something fun, it doesn't have to be anything serious. We don't want to make you you know, air all your business out on the internet. But if you have something fun or something awkward that you look back on now and laugh or you're like, I don't even know what's going on. Or for something that you do want some advice on, something difficult that you're dealing with now give us a call. You can reach out to us at 707-200-8259. Again, that's 707-200-8259. You can remain anonymous. You do not have to give us a name, but we'd love to hear from you and have you be part of this new podcast that we're working on. It's been a lot of fun. We're on four episodes so far, and uh, it's releasing twice a month on the first and third Wednesday of every month. So yeah, come over, join us. We'd love to have you. And also appreciate you coming here, joining me again for uh, another bag of popcorn. I hope you and your family are safe, healthy, and doing well. And I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.